Hey, Chad. Hey, Sean. It says meeting 40 minutes. Does that mean that we get cut off after 40 minutes? Sure does. I'm not paying for it. <laughs> and I thought it would be uh, risky to get Jason to get me a meeting today and on Tuesday. We yeah. Don't wanna, we don't want to push our luck with Mayor right now. We need to ease him back into it. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, should we have a pee break at 40 minutes? Sure. <laughs> Well, we'll just have to make sure that we can wrap it up in two 40-minute segments and we uh -huh. don't spill into another one. That's right. I don't know if there's a lot to talk about with Summer. I don't have a whole lot to talk about with Summer. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll get into it and the conversation will get heated. I'm excited for Andrew to love it. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> There he is. Hey, Andrew. Hey. Hi, Andrew. How are you guys doing? Good. So good. <laughs> good. Oh, no, there's a little bit of feedback going on. I don't know what's coming from. Probably. I don't think it's better. Court. Hey, Jana. Hi. Hello. Jana's on. I have to admit something. I totally forgot about this and I didn't even listen. But I failed <laughs> the last three times. So I'm like, I'm just going to come. And I'll just listen to you guys talk, but I'm here. <laughs> well, surprise, Jan is on as a surprise guest to the Weezer or Chad and Sean listen to Weezer featuring permanent co-host Andrew and special guest Jana. I'm the special guest that like represents the listener in person. So I'm just here to listen to the podcast live. You might be the first listener because I think all of our <laughs> other listeners are bots. That's true. I think they are. <laughs> well, I'm happy to be the first listener and the first live listener. Yes. Um, I think it's Andrew. Andrew, your mic is just like buzzing. Can you hear that, Sean? I can hear it, yeah. No. Can you hear that, Jana? I can hear it, yeah. Mm -mm, your voice isn't even that clear either. No, we can't even hear you. Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate. Andrew, yeah. pull the plug on it. You got to connect with your phone. That's what I always do when there's issues. <laughs> I call on my phone. <laughs> um, I can hear you a little bit. It's not better. Still bad. Um, yep. So I have a free Zoom account, and at 40 minutes, it's going to kick us off, and then I'll send another link out, and then everyone will join back in for a second 40 minutes, and hopefully we won't go past the second 40. 
Andrew, it's like it's feeding back, like even when Chad talks, it does it. Do you have your audio like not going through your headphones or something? Yeah, we can't, oh, we can't hear, you. hear you at all. Yeah, you're disconnected. Bring up the chat or send a text. How about now? A little bit. It's still still got the feedback. We can hear you. No, that's worse. Okay, I'm going to go in uh, on my phone. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Jana. Yes. Since this is your first time on a Chad and Sean listen, mm -hmm. but you did listen to the Mason Jennings one. Oh, yeah, I listened to that. that. But that was just like we were talking about Mason Jennings from start to finish. It wasn't like, here's an album we're going to listen to and talk about. Well, it. that's how this turned out. We did Chad and Sean listen to Weezer start to finish, and oh. then Weezer kept on making new albums. So well, kept it, kept on, it kept on going into new episodes. Sorry, I, I am coming to class without my homework completed. That's literally how I feel right now. Do I ditch class or do I show up without? No, no, class? no. We want to know your Weezer history before we get into summer. I'm like the most basic of all Weezer fans. And it's like, oh, they were good until the Green Album. And then I haven't listened to them again in 20 years. Like, that's the truth. I'm sorry. I'm a fair, I'm a fair weather fan. I'm like, I'm like the Pearl Jam fan that only listened to 10. What can I say? I'm sorry. Oh. The only reason I ever listened to Weezer is for the podcast. <laughs> so we're kind of in the same boat, but I have this reason to keep listening. That's so true. Andrew, you good? Can you hear? I think so. I can hear you guys. Yeah, you sound better. Okay. All right, we're fixed. We're ready to go. Well, going back to like uh, Weezer Blue album and uh, whatever. Pinkerton's the best, Pinkerton. by far, in my humble opinion. Okay. Any other thoughts on Weezer? <laughs> That's it. That's it? Oh, no. <laughs> the blue, I love the Blue Album. It's like a portrait of the time, you know? Pinkerton is my favorite album to listen to while I clean my house, but I yeah. don't really listen to it with my kids as much. There's some inappropriate lyrics. So um, you never, like, pull out... Um, Pacific Daydream or the White Album and just rock out? No, I should. I mean, maybe maybe that's the point of this is to motivate me to do that. Oh, this album is not going to work <laughs> to do that. <laughs> not good? You did. Oh, uh, I don't know. Well, let's start with Andrew. Andrew, what what's your hot take on Weezer Summer? Season on Summer. I'm going to have to take my headphones off for a second because I can hear myself talk. And okay, so my thoughts on Weezer Summer. Um, I think that the first time I listened, some of it was just like, okay, this sounds like some, well, I don't know. Some of it sounded a little bit predictable, but then the more I listened to it, the more I was like kind of sold on it. Okay especially like what's the good of being good uh -huh. I think is really good okay <laughs> um there's a lot of stuff on it that reminds me of everything will be all right in the end mm -hmm. the production a lot more and... metal a lot more uh guitars heavy it's it's almost like maladroit without as much shredding 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I liked the opening lawn chair song. I yeah. would, like listened and read the lyrics and was, yeah, I liked them a lot. Well, Jana, we're going to get into it and listen to a snippet of each song. So you'll get a sampling. So it's not just like dropping song names and saying our opinions on them. Okay. But I think Modern Weezer is very similar in that the first time we listen to an album, it's just like, eh, what, I don't know what they were trying to do and it wasn't really working. And then you listen to it again and you're like, oh, there was like some catchy ones. And then you listen to it again. And it's like, yeah, there's some really good ones on this one. At least that's how spring was. I don't think I'm there yet with summer. <laughs> yeah, I, I went into spring, like to the podcast, fully expecting that we were all going to hate on it. And then you guys kind of talked me into liking it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of how a lot of these have been like, even with OK Human, which now that's like probably right after Blue and Pinkerton. Like, yeah, I keep going back. To I really but like that one's fantastic. So it's summer, really like I went into this one. I listened to this probably more times than I've listened to any of these other ones is like my homework. Yeah. Like expecting to have the experience Andrew just described. And I like it more than my first listen, but like it never really grabbed me. So maybe I like it Andrew's better than to talk me into liking it again. I like summer better than black. I think black is not good, but I haven't gone back and listened to it. That's, I don't know. Okay. Human was like hard to beat as far as modern Weezer. Okay. For human sure. Janet going back is like a, they didn't do any guitars in, in okay. Human. So it's like, like synth music it's or like what? orchestrated. It's, it's like orchestra. All, yeah. I think it was done at Abbey road studios. With like all their orchestra and all that. But this one was a very guitar centric rock feel. And spring, how do you des describe spring? Um, choral arrangements? Huh. <laughs> spring is like. Like church music? I don't know. Island in the sun with church music. <laughs> it's, and, it's bizarre. Uh, it's bizarre. What are yeah. we doing? <laughs> Well, and he he has his whole spreadsheet saying like that's right yeah do you have that what, what you have that spreadsheet are. up i just pulled it up i looked at it like after i'd listened to it once or twice yeah um but yeah so that one was supposed to be like island in the sun meets okay human summer is supposed to be he says 21st century 90s whatever that means and the thing that <laughs> the thing that like totally doesn't fit on his spreadsheet was his oral oral candy uh -huh. is clean guitar and chorus on the vocals and guitars i guess there was a little bit of chorus yeah but there were there were no clean guitars like anywhere on this album no it was all distorted yeah and i went back and listened to it after like seeing that and specifically was listening for clean guitars they're just not anywhere oh fun um, we heard a cover of a Weezer song called California Kids, and my kids did it, and so we listened to that song all the time. What album is that on? That's either on White or I think it's on Pacific Daydream. It's the oh, White yeah. album. That's White? That's white? Oh. Yeah. So that's yeah. my post-green album contribution. 
my kids well, love that song. The one that apparently is blowing up on TikTok right now, which I don't know about firsthand because I don't use TikTok, is I just threw out the love of my dreams, which is like a Pinkerton B-side. Yeah, I know that song. But yeah, so that's a good one that is apparently relevant right now. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that they... Dang, this audio is driving me crazy. I saw that that song was blowing up and it like made me happy because do you have like do you have earbuds for song. your your phone? You can just use earbuds for your phone. Oh, oh that's a good idea. Let me go get them. Yeah, drop those cans. I say. I do like that song. How would I have heard that if it's a B side? Oh, was... oh, Kazaa! I had it on. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, like, what what's it called, I Sean? Have a song on it. On a burn CD in my car delivering pizzas for sure. <laughs> yep. It's I just threw out the love of my dreams and Rivers doesn't even sing it. It's uh Rachel Hayden, Petra mm. Hayden, one of those. There's like triplets, I think. It's one of them. Uh-oh. Oh, am I sharing audio? Yes. I see video. I don't hear anything yet. Can you hear that? No. no. All right. Let's check this share. Advanced share. You guys hear me now? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thank goodness. And okay, we're gonna stop share. We're gonna try to share again. Wait, Sean. Did you say that it's? Um, I just threw out the love of my dreams, or you give your love to me softly. That's oh, is that. it you gave your love to me softly? I think so. Oh, but I you're you're probably right. This is the one on the Angus soundtrack. It sounds like a classic Weezer song. Good one. It's one of my favorite Weezer songs of all time. Actually. Nice. It's a good one. Should we give, let's give Jana a taste of season spring before we jump into a recap. A recap of this year. So Weezer's dropping four EPs in 2022, one for each season, an homage to uh, the seasons, was it? Uh, Vivaldi, Vivaldi. Yeah, the four seasons, the four seasons, mm-hmm. and uh, we covered the first one on March and in, in March, and oh, it was in April, no, March 21st, right? I don't know, and then it came out on March 20th, according to the Almighty spreadsheet. Nice, and then June 21st was summer, and so we're gonna have fall and winter coming soon, the rest nice. of this year. And they're EPs, so there's like eight songs or seven songs on each one. And I looked at the Weezer website, and they're having uh, New York City shows at the end of mm-hmm. the year, one day for each season. So it's four shows in a row, and you can choose to go to, uh, so I guess they're just going to be playing the, the EP or whatever that day that you choose the season. 
But so it's a show with only seven songs. I know. I think, What's I the, think they theme, play probably. other stuff, but yeah, they like try to follow the theme for the other songs they choose. And it's like it, it's in New York, so it's expensive. It's like on Broadway somewhere. And so like the cheapest tickets are like $200 and there are four shows. So really to get the full experience, you have to go to all of them. But I don't know, it's, it's a little rich for me. We'll just go stay at Booga's house. Right. We did does, that. It was fun. Does Booga live in New York? Mm-hmm. Wow. In Brooklyn. Wow. What's he do? He's a graphic designer. Love it. Love it so much. All right. So Seasons Spring came out this spring, and it's got, oh, it's got, the theme is like angels and what's what's the theme sean how do you describe seasons uh, spring? well the sp the spiritual flavor is pagan and wiccan mm -hmm. it has 12 string guitars and mandolins yep uh the primary era is pre-christian so they like go forward in time with like these religious themes um this is such a weird place to drop in on yeah. weezer after 20 years it really is <laughs> this is so yeah. bizarre <laughs> the the animal theme is rabbit, uh -huh. whatever that means. So, so this one is opening night. It talks about Shakespeare, uh, angels on vacation. They're like, they're uh, angels up in heaven, and they want to take a vacation down to earth. Little bit of love is on the radio. Uh, Garden of Eden. Yeah, I that one. Okay, Garden of Eden was good. Sound of drums, all this love and wild at heart. We're kind of forgettable because they're at the end of the album, but when you listen to them, you're like, oh yeah, these are actually pretty good. But I want you to listen to a little bit of opening night. One night out under the stars, one night out under the stars with Romeo and Juliet. One night out under the stars, one night out under the stars. Have you seen this one yet? Shakespeare makes me happy. Shakespeare makes me happy. So happy, and I'm happy to be. Why with am you. I doing the last? Shakespeare oh, makes me happy. <laughs> is this supposed to be fun? <laughs> yeah, it is. This is the experience as you you cringe the first time you hear it, and then you uh -huh. listen to it three more times until like you don't even notice. And then you go on the podcast and Andrew tells you why it's actually cool. Oh, and then you're Wait. walking around your kitchen like Shakespeare makes me happy no. and like, yes. like singing along. And it's so good. <laughs> okay, hold on. It gets into Shakespeare makes it's... me happy, so happy, and I'm happy to be with you. We may be garden variety, but we can step. Okay, then it like so the first of the song was like lutes and flutes and uh jaunts and then it gets into some guitar and then the the next one is um <clears throat> angels on vacation just to give you a flavor of this one
it's fine. Um, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's so funny. So, I mean, that's just, and then a little bit of love you've heard on the radio probably, I don't know. Yeah, and I've heard it like people use it for a background song on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Garden of Eden was like a throwback to um, uh, just like some doo-wop type. It's probably my favorite one. So it's light and breezy and spring-like. That's just the vibe. Got it? Yep, nice and yeah. catchy. Nice and catchy. And then we get into summer, and summer's got like the same face of the statue, which we think is rivers. Right, guys? Yeah, like, I think so. We think that's a river's bust. <clears throat> and then uh, we start out with lawn chair, and it's like fiery and guitars. This song is oh, wait, this wait, really is... quick, really quick. Hold on, yeah, sorry. Oh no, no, no. So, so the thing that's that when I was reading the lyrics, I think, and okay, so it, maybe it's super obvious, but this song is from the perspective of like God. I think could be angels get... too. Like it's angels on vacation, and now it's like angels going down to like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, sorry, Margaret tried to call me, and now my whole thing is gone. Um, <laughs> she said, "Come get Q R N N O L E." What is that? Anyway, um, yeah, we can listen to it. But when I listen to what, or we should like look at the lyrics because I I was reading it from the perspective of God because it's talking about like sending Michael and Gabriel or Adam or something like that. Anyway, anyway, push play, run, run the show. <laughs> We're doing, <laughs> this is, so the vibe of spring was pagan, pre-Christian. And this was like set in Roman centurion time. There's like a lot of talk about uh, fiery chariots or uh, Comoville set in like a Roman time. So it could be, I don't know. Here it is. Well, I'm gonna stand 
There's the chorus on the vocals, Sean. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. It's someone talking to or about God. It's what could be the first stanza was was God in heaven sitting on a lawn chair, standing mm -hmm. up, getting Gabriel and Michael to go torture humans, and then Weezer stands up and says, "I'm not having any of that." Mm -hmm. Take that, yeah. Rivers. I, I just kind of had ignored that it's Gabriel and Michael and was just thinking of it as like Greek gods because that lines up a lot more with the grapes and the harps and them being, you know, <laughs> these characters that are, you know, trying to entertain themselves by causing, you know, chaos on earth or whatever it is they're trying to do. Did you? Uh, did we say what on the on the spreadsheet the religious the religion is for this album? I don't um, have it open. The, the spiritual flavor is yeah, that's it. Uncertainty and searching, rejecting Roman pantheon, but not yet Christian. Oh, oh. maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. What's fall? What's autumn? Um, Catholic. Okay. I'm really excited about Autumn, guys. Oh, I hope there's some Gregorian chants. We can talk about that later. Oh, uh, that'll be great. There's got to be, right? If it's like medieval Catholic style. A little bit of like the Dorian mode. I've been yeah. learning about modes lately. <laughs> I want to hear some Dorian on this one. That's what we talk about in this podcast, Jana. Awesome. <laughs> so I've been texting Jana. Hey Jenna, we're doing a Weezer podcast. You want to come on? And she's like, "Sure." And then the day of, I totally forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really bad. I'm oh, really several bad. several times in a row. But I appreciate that yeah. you jumped that you jumped on on this one anyway. I really wasn't like it's not like oh we'll see yes and then bail. Like I'm like yeah sure that was fun <laughs> when we did that. I'll do that again. I like Weezer. I'll just cheat and listen like do my homework last minute. But mm -hmm. I literally forget because it's not like. I write it in my calendar like I should. And then, <laughs> but then just now when you when you messaged me and said, I'm gonna send the Zoom link, I was like, oh crap. But I'm like, I can't fail again. This is like the fourth time. So I'm here. No worries. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever listened to um, the podcast Smartless. It's Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. Yeah, my wife loves that. It's really good. But whenever they're talking about something like in the business, they'll say um, Sean Hayes' sister is Tracy. So they'll, they have a thing that's like, explain it to Tracy. So they're like, for Tracy, mm -hmm. and, you know. She's like in Chicago or something, right? It's just supposed to be like the random listener who doesn't know what's going on. So uh -huh. I'm Tracy here. So be like, <laughs> Tracy you know this podcast is this 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 and Weezer Gregorian chants blah 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 so that's my purpose here like I said for the for the listener at home who might not just know about you know medieval catholic chanting although I do know Gregorian chants I learned that in music class and like you'll be able to help us take this podcast from an audience of ourselves to uh, an audience of the people um Jana, what kind of concerts have you gone to lately? I haven't been to a concert since January. I went, I mean, I just go see the Avery Brothers all the time. <laughs> but I'm not, there, I'm not there right now. They're playing at Red Rocks right now, and Brady's there right now, and I'm not. When was the last time we talked Avery Brothers on the podcast? Was that two was, years? Well, was that three when, years? We were talking about Mason Jennings. No, but, I, that you were no. on 
on the It Holds Up it podcast. Holds up. Remember how like yeah. it was before I had like an anchor podcast and I would just put MP3s on my Dropbox and it was impossible to find. Right. That was It Holds Up. Yeah, that was probably two years ago. Right? Yeah, I think so. Because it was before COVID. I think it was before COVID. So it was three yeah. years ago. So, yeah. Weird. So, I mean, I pretty much since then have just like seen the Avery Brothers like 20 times. I've seen Pearl Jam once and Brandy Carlisle once. I think that's it. I saw Mason Jennings a couple years ago. He didn't sing Gentleness Hammer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the grossest song. Seriously, you ruined that song for me forever. Every it's, once in a while, that gets stuck in my head, and I think I should text Chad and Jana and tell them how no, gross I think this song I, is. The last time that happened, it was in my head, and I was like, "You ruined this song." Wait, which song is that? Gentlest Hammer. It's which not a good song. It's on one of the albums you probably never listened to, and the Gentlest Hammer is, is a his ding down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't put that together for 10 years. I never did until you <laughs> put it together for me. Every time I hear it or it gets stuck in my head, I'm just like, oh. Well, it's kind of like when you're playing this little piggy goes to this little piggy goes to market means they're going to market not to go shopping. It means they're going to go get slaughtered. Oh, I never knew that either. Chad, why are you? <laughs> I, I always imagine like a little piggy right. wearing like a basket and a bonnet and they're like walking to town to go shopping. <laughs> like a little like bag for their fresh produce to bring yeah. home. This little piggy <laughs> went to market. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I've never thought about that. I thought it was a basket and bonnet situation too. Oh no. How much time do we have left? Just let me live in my ignorance. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what songs did Mason Jennings play? Did he play any new ones? Yeah, some of the some of the new stuff. I don't remember. I, mean, I don't remember any modern Mason Jennings songs, even though uh, we listened to all of them. Well, it was after we, or, or wait, maybe, you know what? Maybe I wasn't on, I don't think I was ever on your podcast for Mason. I think I was only on the It Holds Up. And then I just listened to the Mason episodes. I think that's what yep. it was. And, and you live texted your reactions. Yeah. The whole yeah. time I, but I was messaging you guys what I would have said if I was on it. That's right. But there, <laughs> but there were a couple of the newer songs he played that I was like, yeah, this is terrible. Chad hates this song. <laughs> <laughs> but he did have a really, really sweet mullet. Big curly mullet. It was good. He did a bunch of like live shows during covid like live stream yeah I yeah watched. that's when we we did the podcast right what before. after he had we watched at least one of them uh-huh they were good because he did play his old songs his old songs are good and they're still good yeah he did that one where he played through his whole first album uh-huh and i'm not trying to turn this into your mason jennings part five but i just remember you saying like he had all these songs that like we had downloaded on LimeWire and Kazaa and whatever that were like the songs that didn't make it. And then he like kept putting those on albums like because he didn't have new stuff. And you're like, those songs weren't good then. So you know how he's in that new band called Painted Shield with Stone Gossard from Pearl Jam? I don't know if you know that. Yeah. yeah. One of his songs is on their second album, like one of the throwaways from 20 years ago. Oh, they and have the a second album? They have a second album. I didn't know that. And the arrangement is like, totally i don't even remember but it was like 
I was listening to it. I'm like, how did they make the song worse? Like, it's, <laughs> it's really bad. But I was like, in the same time, like, you changed, you changed the name. But I was like, let it, let it die, Mason. This is not the way. But anyway. Yeah, he had a streak of genius there in his like crappy Minneapolis apartment or whatever it was. And after that, they're just like, you can't, I don't know what happens to artists that just make really good songs and then they go and make a bunch of crappy songs. Like if, <clears throat> if you're listening to the song, you're like, this is going to go on my album. People are going to like it. And you're listening to it and it sounds like crap. Don't they know that it sounds like it's not a good song? Maybe they don't know. I they think it's good. Theory, I did hear a theory about why so many sophomore albums suck. Like the first album's awesome. Everyone's like in love with this band. And, and it's because they have their whole lives working on that first album. And it's awesome. And then they have to like hurry up and follow it up. And it sucks because they don't have as much time. And there are thousands and thousands of other bands who put out first albums that you never hear. You only hear the ones who happen to like. That's a good point. And like Mason's had 25 years. So what's his excuse? Well, <clears throat> Emerson as Pain has never come out with a second album. But if they did, there'd be some like really weird songs on there about. What are some songs that we remade from Sean or Jason's jingles? Um, oh, Bite Out of Crime. That's take, the only one I know. Yeah, there's one about Take a Bite Out of Crime. Um, it's just weird. Okay, Wait, never mind. So for, for the, um, <laughs> is it Tracy that we explain things to? Yeah. For, for Tracy, I might not be getting this right, but Jason, our roommate, would like not when he was our roommate, like over the past several years would record voice memos of like two lines of weird songs about taking a bite out of crime and then send it to Chad and Chad would what? Flesh it out into kind of a full song. Yeah, I'd put some chords to it and then like slow it down. And then Sean would take, so, and then I'd send that back to everyone. And Sean would take Jason's original voice mellow, put like a bass track and, driving drums and a guitar lick god i did that and then send, send it back to everyone so we had the original one my slowed down version and then sean's remix version of all these voice memos of jason's songs that he would send those are available to listen to on the emerson is pain uh was it a 10-year reunion or was that a 15 20 year re uh it had to be a 10-year right Probably. I don't know. It's a podcast out there. I, I wasn't on that one. I just listened. To oh, it yeah, that's right. You weren't on there, Sean. <laughs> yeah. But your songs were featured on those memos. All like 30 seconds of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we have to do an obligatory ask Andrew when he's going to make a cover of corporate policy. Yeah. Techno version. So I, I finally got my synthesizers like set up and i have my my looper pedal for my guitar set up with midi so it's clock sync with everything else now so i feel like uh i just have to like buckle down and record it i need to write it first but like i'll do it at the same time <laughs> <laughs> oh where are those where are those lyrics did you send them to me in a yeah, they should be in, in the same chat. in the same chat. 
just go I think up. we talked about this last time. Probably. Yeah, they're, they're probably in there a couple times. Corporate yeah, policy. I think you just go up a couple months and then they should be there. So Jana, I wrote lyrics to a song called The Corporate Policy <clears throat> a couple years ago and I sent it out to Sean and my roommate Jason or our old roommate Jason. And we all came up with an independent melody and chords to the same lyrics. And then we all shared the songs that we wrote. That's awesome. And they're three, com or three completely different songs. <clears throat> and we wanted Andrew to come up with a fourth version. Are you going to make like a whole EP of, of those? You should. Yeah, but it's going to be a podcast where we talk about it and listen to them. That's awesome. Um, I podcast my life. Do they? If you give me a due date, then no, I'll probably... I'm not giving you a due date. <laughs> your calendar so you don't forget. So you don't procrastinate. Well, procrastinate up to the due date, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I should do is I should like, I should um, choose a time that I will stream myself writing it on Twitch, mm -hmm. and then like spend five thousand dollars advertising <laughs> my uh, my Twitch stream. And see how many people I can get. Wait a to second. Watch you do, write. You get, do you do a Twitch stream? No, I've never, I've never done one, and I don't have five thousand dollars for my budget. <laughs> but I'm just thinking of a way to make this like really fun. Yeah. All right. I'm getting the lyrics right now. I'm putting them in a Word document so that it's like in front of me. So, oh, so we got one more minute till I'm going to close this meeting. But my version was a three, four time. Um kind of kind of a cowboy melody sean's was just a straight four four classic sean song mm -hmm. and then jason's was like a slow piano ballad with all minor chords with all, all minor songs chords. only have minor chords all minor chords <laughs> and super high register so you had to sing almost in falsetto very okay. fun <laughs> okay awesome all right guys i'm gonna end this meeting um and I guess I'll just create a new meeting and send it out to everyone again. So okay. you can take a pee break if you need to. See ya. Sounds good. Bye. All right, we're back. Does that have right. a time limit? Do you guys see? 40 minutes. Oh, oh yeah, there it is. 40 minutes. We can do it. We're not going to listen so in in season spring we listen to like the whole song of every song but i think we're just going to do a sampling of these songs how's that sound that sounds great that's a good call i like spring better than summer so what do you think andrew do you think spring was better um yeah i do i think it's a little bit more consistent i think that summer has some pretty really like solid songs but also has a little bit of that, like, again, I, I wish that there was like, there were fewer albums, so I knew which album this sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> but it just kind of sounds like, you know, your kind of regular middle of the pack, like black album style. Yeah, kind of like metal, Van Weezer-ish kind of sound. I forget what Red sounded like, or even like Hurley or those um those flyover albums 
that's a good way to put it. They are flyover album systems are not that good. No, everything, you know, what, everything right in the end. What was it? Everything, everything will be, will all, be right all right in the end. end. Everything will be all right in the end. That is hit and miss, but uh, I think they're on the right track. And then White Album is like the Weezer renaissance. <laughs> it is. Everything Will Be All Right in the End, I think, is actually like a really, really good album. But I think to your point that like they did perfect it in the White Album. And Pacific Daydream keeps getting better the more that I re-listen to it, too. I actually. love it. Yeah, I did not like it the first couple times I heard. I went into Chad and Sean listen to Weezer. The first episode, I didn't listen to all of Weezer and Sean did. Sean did like a deep dive into all the albums. So it was kind of like Sean explaining each album and we're going through a sampling of each song. And it was like my first listen on a lot of them. And I'm like, oh, it's not good because it's a, a first it's a first listen to Weezer and a first listen to Weezer is not as good as the fifth well listen. and i'm kind of a harsh critic too that's I mean, right andrew's more the hype man that gets you to like it and oh I... but so we did i think me and sean did two weezer episodes i think so and then we brought in andrew and andrew really turned the tables being pro weezer and i'm like yeah weezer is good i'm not listening <laughs> you know to what? Sean. i'm not listening to sean anymore i'm listening to andrew <laughs> Well, I kind of felt like that when I was listening to your Mason Jennings thing. I felt like I needed to be there to defend some of it. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's good to have a variety of voices oh. instead of the cynics over here. Yeah, me and Sean are like the, the movie critics in the Muppets, just like a negative. It's a negative. Who were in a Weezer music video? <laughs> That's right. Yes. Everything yeah, comes back to Weezer. I think we are very pro Modest Mouse when we did our Modest Mouse listen through, though. Well, have there's to a listen. there's a Modest Mouse moment on this album. I think is there. I don't remember which song. <laughs> we'll have to wait till we get there. Is it a direct like? No, there's there's one where they back? at the end of the song they're going ba 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 da 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 ba ba, and it's like oh this sounds like when Modest Mouse is trying to be Modest Mouse, but they're not very good at it anymore. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To that point, okay. So this goes into the second song actually, but I feel like on I think Records is the second song, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, we're gonna listen um, to it. Okay, there's like a Rebecca Black moment in this song okay but i swear it sounds exactly like friday friday terrible... yeah um it's where she says like oh my gosh what is it <laughs> i it's, don't know well... the lyrics <laughs> okay i'm gonna have to look it up, <laughs> look I, really up the Rebecca Black lyrics. I really want to i want to i want to like make this comparison really good so you can like play the song or do whatever but yeah let's listen to the first the, the first 50 seconds of uh records it's three and a half minutes long oh hold on stop got to share my screen with the walk with the sound again right this is i didn't realize this the first couple listens but this has a, a rare weezer f word in it yeah that's like right yeah, I was because I've been listening to it with my family and I listened to this solo and it's got some F words in there. Mike, that's they haven't sworn since the Black Album, right? That's when they got all edgy. I think so. Okay, wait, before you push play. Okay. 
Okay, so here you can listen for it now, but in Rebecca Black, there's a part where she goes, party and party and yeah, yeah. party and party and yeah, fun, okay. fun, 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 yeah. fun. Okay, when he when he does the the there's a part in this song like I want to hear the, an Andrew Wiggins Friday cover. <laughs> you can just Techno. sample what I just sang. Okay, but there's like there's a he goes like round in around and around or whatever and it uh-huh. sounds like party and party oh, yeah, okay. anyway so so we can listen for it okay. but i hate it i actually I like the worst part of the song in my head everywhere that i go i've got records in my head and this is on the this is the single from the ep this is on the radio spinning out of control they go round and around and again round and I'm pillow drumming on the sofa all right there's 50 seconds is that a good enough sample i don't think it does i'm satisfied (laughs) good i think it's fine i don't dislike this song but like it's not jumping to the top of my best Weezer songs ever list. I get why it's the single. Well, on the um, the little bit of love is like a pop song for sure. It's just a pure pop song. And this one is more poppy than the rest of the songs on the album. Mm-hmm. But But rather than being like weird choral orchestra, um, lutes and flutes, and then a pop song, a little bit of love. It's more, uh, I don't know, distorted guitar and rock type of middle of the road Weezer and then a pop song. And, and that's kind of how the whole album is. Like it's all that middle of the road guitar. There isn't as much kind of experimental stuff like there was on Spring. Yeah, Spring was just so weird. And then it grew on you. This one is just so like normal. And then I guess it can grow on you, but I haven't gotten there yet. All right. Blue like jazz.
I like it. Is this song about anything? I don't know. Like, is it like a, is he like asking like a old blue jazz singer how to be cool or something? Like, well, what's the Rubik's Cube turning the colors into blue and then blue like jazz? What's it mean, guys? I think he might be back to writing with a spreadsheet. This doesn't (laughs) make a lot of sense. Sean, you got the lyrics out? Yeah. It doesn't work on a seasons album because it's so themed. Mm-hmm. The second verse is "Don't mind me, I'm a little slow. I can't play sixteenth notes as the guitars are playing sixteenth notes." So I guess he's like kind of tongue in Which that that guitar lick especially feels like maladroit. Yes, yeah. It's like it's a lot of this album is kind of Rivers trying to be like more metal than he usually is. Like, I don't know. Which is his worst impulse. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion. Like the Van Weezer album right after the OK Human album. Like, I don't know. Like, Jana, there's so many, really... there's so many Weezer albums, Jana. There's like 20 now. There's so many. <laughs> but yeah, like Pinkerton's really heavy. Like there's a version of heavy that Rivers does really well, but like this pseudo metal thing just doesn't really work. Yeah, trying to be like ACDC type of metal. All right, that's Blue Like Jazz. The opposite yeah, of I, me. Oh, anybody else have anybody uh, anything to say on Blue Like Jazz? I just read through the rest of the lyrics and I can't make any sense out of it. So okay. I don't know what it means. What's the, is there any like subtlety to records or is it just like thinking about that old one, records? Yeah, it's just like sometimes I get songs stuck in my head mm-hmm. is what the song is about. Right. Doesn't he mention a bunch of like uh, artists that Lana get stuck? Lana Del Rey. In- yep. Rihanna Lana, and Nirvana. Lana, Rihanna and Nirvana. Yeah. Okay. So you can F off. That's right. <laughs> I wonder why. Oh, whatever. There's no wondering why on these songs. It's not like those aren't popular bands to like it's not like he's picking some bad band and saying like if you don't like this then f off it's like well it's it's like a perfect analog to the song he wrote about how he listens to audiobooks and then he lists like every book that everybody read in high school english (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh what was that one um that was opening night wasn't it no No, that was on a rocket that's right audible (laughs) <laughs> grapes of wrath grapes yeah of wrath. grapes of wrath what jana the name of the song is audible no. the name of the song is grapes of wrath but he specifically like when i listened to it I, I googled is grapes of wrath an audible ad and it turns out it's not he just was um just really likes his audible account <laughs> okay <laughs> opposite tracy of is not impressed <laughs> <laughs> No, it just sounds like Rivers is scraping at the bottom of the barrel. (laughs) On some of the songs. Yeah, we give him a pass on others, though. I like this song. This song's pretty good. What if I was to say hell no? I'm not your soldier boy. I laugh as your life comes crashing down like the fall of Troy.
I don't like when they say yeah. That's all. That's fair. It's not the best <laughs> yeah that they've done. The song's no. harmless. I feel like it's, it's harmless. Yeah. This it's... was definitely one where like the first several times I listened to it, I was like, oh my gosh, were these lyrics written by a 14-year-old? I'm gonna be <laughs> the opposite of me. But as I was <laughs> that's Sean being the, the the critic up in the up in the stands. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm mixing this up with another one. But yeah, it was one where the more I listened to it, the more I could just ignore those lyrics and I liked it more. And this is definitely one that like stuck in my head. That's it's these two, the opposite of me and what's the good of being good. That's the other one that's like really very similar like 14 in 14 year old boy lyrics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They might sound different, but I mean, this is like, but it, I'm going to be somebody else. And this is like, why am I good when nothing good comes of it? Type. type well, of. and like, what's the good of being good? I know I'm kind of moving on to the next one, but it's like, it seemed like it's about how the only point of being good is to be able to pass it on to like kids. So if you like don't have a son to like carry on your mission, then that's the point of living. It's like such a weird, I don't know. That's a weird song. <laughs> All right, let's go for it. But it's it's a lot of major seventh chords, which I like a lot. At least I think they're major seven. You guys correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. Oh, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. I forgot about the intro. Mm-hmm. It's a four-minute song. We might listen to like two minutes of it. This might be my favorite on the album. Walking in these hallowed hallways, bearded masters on the wall, winning one more shiny medal. I can still hear. finish the stanza let's see there's my am i in the minority of lawn chairs 
Montre records, Blue Like Jazz, opposite of me. I mean, it's got to be up there at the top of the album, but it's. I what did you it's some... Sorry. Sean, did you say something? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Tracy, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the minority in liking that song or not liking, but I must have. Oh, I said that. You said that. You I said was asking you. Yeah. Like I, I do like this song. Like the song. I thought the lyrics were weird, but I like the song. That's my hot take. There you go. I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I think Sean is the most critical of Weezer lyrics out of all of us. And then it takes a while for him to forgive the lyrics if the mm -hmm. song is catchy. Like he. Sean like gloms onto those lyrics first thing. If they're cheesy song lyrics, it's really hard for him to get over that. And I've I've said this on previous episodes, probably in every episode. But like, if you go back and look at the old albums, they've always been like this. He was singing about his Kiss posters and um, yeah. and you know, if you want to um, the the sweater song, you know, it's literally about like unraveling a sweater, like that's stupid and cheesy or step on your you toenails it, like, and smash really them into a thousand pieces yeah it's just i first heard those lyrics when i was like 13 and so i didn't realize that they were a little bit cringy how and old now is I... oh let's do it we're gonna go to weezer we're gonna go to uh rivers rivers was born in 1970 so that makes him 52 that's right. Yeah. That's really old. Yeah. He's like a 52 year old still writing. I mean, I love it. I love how he's still writing songs and he had, don't change ever. We or rivers kind never of change. Amazing, honestly, it really is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like in 2000s, like the year 2000, were there still bands from the eighties that were making music that was moderately good and I'm sure there was I was probably too young to know but like it seems like the journeys in Chicago's and all those bands that were big just kind of died away and here we are still with Weezer and they're not just doing like best of tours you know mm -hmm. yep yep it's impressive it's impressive <laughs> it's impressive um no, I like, I, I, it's it's fine. I also, here's the one thing I do like about this song is that they play around with time signatures a lot. Like it's always mm -hmm. like tripping over itself and I expect it to land on the chorus. Yeah. But it like takes like another couple beats to get there. That's okay. So That's I would right say there. from our multiple episodes, if it's got trippy things with time signatures and extra beats, that really pulls to Andrew. Mm -hmm. If it's like an acoustic song, that really pulls to Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> oh, and if it's got triplets, I'm all in. I'm all on board. Uh huh. The opposite Jan of me was in six eight, I think. Yeah. No, it was interesting. I mean, they're not just like straight regular four chords with a drum and uh make a uh 
chorus and a melody and then it's a little bridge they're doing interesting things which is yeah, yeah. not like, to get ahead of ourselves again but thank you and good night is the big one where the song changes like eight times throughout it yeah that's a four minute one this they're all longer on this album i don't know i guess they're a little bit shorter but they're all about similar what was a really long one is that was on the uh everything will be all right in the end that is like three songs at the end uh go together yeah that's everything will be all right in the end yeah that's always fun and what is that the song where they no what's the song where they take like the same song and then do different versions um, of it the greatest man that ever lived yeah that's on the red album is it like yeah. the only good song on the red album oh that sticks out from the red album there was a red album <laughs> there's i i went through the uh the weezer subreddit again like i usually do before these and my favorite post was what's weezer gonna do when they run out of colors <laughs> so that's all yeah they have what they have blue green red black white is that all the colors? Teal. 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 Yeah, the teal, teal was the cover one. Oh, they got they start out with Troublemaker. <laughs> uh pork and beans, heart songs. Remember heart songs, guys? That's, That's maybe my least favorite. Song. But what about yeah. everybody get dangerous? Oh. Is it yeah. worse than everybody get dangerous? Mm-hmm. I don't think anything can be worse than that. <laughs> I don't know really if bad. it's worse than that. Those are those are kind of the yeah dreaming i don't even remember these end of the but well most of those were written by not rivers oh yeah brian bell and he didn't even sing on them patrick wilson pretty cold dark world is cold dark world's terrible wow i don't even remember i just like i don't remember how that song goes i just hate it don't even know why like i just remember hating that song but the greatest man that ever lived took a shaker hymn and then did like seven variations on it It was like a classic weezer variation acoustic weezer variation there's a Uh, rap verse but i mean it's it's all interesting and that makes it good all right what what did we just listen to what's the good of being good from womoville Cuomoville. You guys ready for Cuomoville? Oh, yeah. How much time do we have, Sean? I don't know. I, I don't think it says anymore. Yeah, it used to say 40 up here. It might just be because you're sharing screen. I can't see that anymore. Oh, well. There's magic on the song.
it gets really weird at the end there um but that classic guitar solo with like humming humming the notes while you're playing the guitar solo i feel like it's a classic weezer thing to do feed them to <laughs> the lions the lions why comoville though i think i think that this is his like fantasy world if he was in charge he'd be like in tuscany planting peas and cabbage leaving gold and chains we'll- to roman chariot uh, winged chariots it's a surrogate for heaven. This is his heaven. And then for some reason, after seeing about heaven, he has to say, feed him to the lions and get all metal. <laughs> There's still like a minute left of the song. What else happens in the song? Let's it does just... feed him to the lions and then it does taste your own medicine. And it's all, it's a different kind of metal. All right, hold on. And then just goes back to the chorus huh that's mm-hmm. that's the weirdest bridge so out of just... place <laughs> jana so <laughs> if if i was trying to sell you on weezer i would not have you come to weezer summer season no, i agree <laughs> i agree i mean it's there's it's, it's definitely not going to be the greatest hit itself well, I don't go back and replay Black or Van Weezer, um, but I do go back back and play OK Human. Van Weezer is a real album? Yeah. Yes. I thought you were kidding, like Van Halen style Weezer. I didn't know that was a real thing. No, he, he covered uh, Black Sabbath. He covered, okay. did he cover Metallica, like Inter Sandman, right? I don't think it was under Sandman, but so he what he did, he didn't do the straight cover. He did. I don't even want to talk not, about. Don't don't. I feel like there was like a bunch of people covering "Nothing Else Matters" at once, and he might have done that. The Metallica song. Never mind. I don't co- think it was that. It was yeah. It was like he'd take the riff. He take the from these riff, songs. So he take play like it crazy for the train. first twenty seconds, and then completely change and go into an original Weezer song. Hmm. It's not good. <laughs> it's all right. We all got 10 minutes. Can we finish this podcast in 10 minutes, guys? We have to. Because yep. we're yeah, not going to start another one. This is and I got to go walk the dogs. Andrew's got to get out of here. <laughs> Last episode, we spent like a half an hour talking about where Andrew lives. And we even got <laughs> dropped his we dropped his address on the episode. Ooh, a little Easter egg. <laughs> oh wait a second should i go look i'm gonna look up our listeners of that last episode ready for it oh no we've got chad and sean talk weezer 19 plays wow yeah like sean said most of them are bots from like germany or africa 
Well, I was I was late to the second half of this podcast because my mom FaceTimed me right when we hung up and she said she would listen to this. So Uh-oh. you might find genuine play. Well, we haven't had any swears. My mom. <laughs> yeah, no swears. We didn't play the swear part of the song that had swears. Brigsby so- Bear had three plays so far. Death Becomes Her had five plays. Oh, that's Weezer did cover. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Weezer did cover <laughs> Enter Sandman. Oh, and oh, really? On Van Weezer? Yeah. I don't know. It's not on Van Weezer. It's on something. Yeah, I don't know. All right, here's two minutes of thank you and good night. And then we got seven minutes. What's going on, guys? What is Weezer talking about? Playing like a flight simulator on the computer? What's this song? What is this song? I I haven't really paid much attention to the lyrics of this song, except when he says toodaloo, toodaloo, which I don't love. (laughs) But ignoring the lyrics, this is maybe my favorite song on the album. Yeah, like I, I like just how it changes. I'm looking at the tab right now. And this is something they do in a lot of their songs that I know Rivers usually resists the urge to do is he changes keys into the chorus. Yeah. Um, so they do that, in that like, a few times on this album. Yeah, they yeah. do that like on three or four. Of well, these songs. on the last then, song, was it? He changed keys into the solo. Uh-huh. And they definitely do it on, uh, uh, I think, What's the Good of Being Good and The Opposite of Me. I think it's yep. those two. That was the two that I was thinking too. But yeah, look, looking at the guitar chords, I think he changes key at least four or five times in this song. 
And yeah, I mean, we didn't listen to the end part of it, but there's lots of tempo changes and it just goes in lots of different directions, which I think he does pretty successfully in this song, if you ignore the lyrics. <laughs> I mean, let's go up to the end real quick. Wow. I like the I'm reading ending. the lyrics right now and I feel like I'm like having a stroke. Like <laughs> they don't make any sense. <laughs> like I'm like rereading it. I'm like, what? Like it's really yeah. All right, hold it's not on. working. We'll just listen to a little bit of um triplets, some a couple of triplets. Got a choir of angels singing a lonely song, and I haven't felt this good since Velcro sneakers came along. You can place the final puzzle piece and bring me right back down to earth where I belong in the Garden of Eden. Just a little bit of Garden Eve of Eden to be a palate cleanser, you know. Wait, we have two and a half minutes and I need to know, like, so the whole purpose of this exercise is for them to make an album that's themed after a season. So was Weezer successful in making an album that sounds like summer? A summer in hell, I say. (laughs) Yes, Chad's right. (laughs) I mean, what's all the flame picture and like, it feels like it's like. The garden it's like of global Eden. warming summer. Well, there's like spring is the Garden of Eden in innocence, and Houston then there's the summer. fall, and the fall go down to hell, and then what's autumn gonna be? Is gonna be like a Catholic uh, redemption. Who knows what Catholic? Falls. The genre is supposed to be Franz Ferdinand and the Strokes, so it's gonna be Rivers' impression of garage rock, which I'm really excited to be disappointed by. Yeah, that's right. And then yeah, so like winter's gonna be summer, just cold and depressing, I feel. Yeah, I hope so. For <laughs> summer, the best Weezer summer album is the White Album, and in my opinion, that sounds like mm-hmm. summer to me. What about it's Pacific kind of, Daydream? Kind of be- They've got the Beach Boys. Boys-y. Yeah, no, the Beach Boys True. is Pacific Daydream. True. They've got a song called Beach Boys. So you're right, you're right. What, what about Endless Bummer? That's the summeriest Weezer song. Endless it's Bummer true. is the best Weezer song in the last 20 years. Island in the Sun, hello. Okay, there's that. It was on a Ashley Olsen movie. The Island in the Sun <laughs> came out more than 20 years ago. Guys, and we no, got less than a minute. We got less than a minute. Any final thoughts? Sorry. <laughs> no, we can't talk about Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I 
was gonna say I knew it came out over 20 years ago because it was when I was in college living on an island. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Driving my car that was named Jonas because my name is Jonas came on when I test drove it. Jana, thank you so much for jumping on this. Uh, you don't have to do any homework. You can just jump on anytime. I'll keep you posted. I'm glad to know that now. I'll feel better about committing. Yeah, okay. this is fun. <laughs> All right, final. Do we have a time? It just says less than a minute. I'm going to close it. All right, see you guys. It's okay. been fun. Bye, guys. See, see ya. ya. Bye. Bye.